Hi, this is Richard Morgan with episode 113 of our podcasts, and we're still in the time of the plagues in our study of the Exodus. And there's one more thing that we need to look at, which often comes up when talking about the book of Exodus in general, and in particular the time of the plagues, and that is the hardening of Pharaoh's heart. What on earth is going on here? This is a bit of a conundrum. Was Pharaoh just a puppet used by God, like a pawn on a chessboard being pushed around? Did Pharaoh even have any free will? Did he have any choice? Is it fair the way that uh, God worked with him and used Pharaoh to further his um, purpose? This is a question that Paul asks in the book of Romans in chapter 9. Now, we're going to have a look at some of the keys to understanding this. And the first thing to look at is rather intriguing. Back in chapter 4, well before the plague started, we learn the following in Exodus chapter 4 and at verse 21. The Lord said to Moses there, When you go back to Egypt, see that you do before Pharaoh all the miracles that I have put in your power. And here's the key passage. But I will harden his heart so that he will not let my people go. Now think about that. This is all before everything starts with the plagues. And God says, I'm going to harden Pharaoh's heart. This is part of the whole process, which, remember, is an education process. He wants them to know who Yahweh is. And he's going to purposefully harden Pharaoh's heart. He's going to make him stubborn so that Pharaoh will not let the people go. Now we're going to figure out that first of all. What does that mean? Why does God want Pharaoh not to let the people go? Surely it's God's intention that he should let the people go. Well, the whole point here is this education where he wants them to know who Yahweh is. Pharaoh is this nameless person. All we know is his title. He is the Pharaoh. In this book of names, where names are so important, where reputation is so important. And the meaning behind God hardening Pharaoh's heart so that he will not let the people go here is because he doesn't want Pharaoh to have a name for himself. He doesn't want Pharaoh to be known. He doesn't want it to be about Pharaoh's reputation. Let's think hypothetically. What if Pharaoh, through the kindness of his heart, let the people go? Then all the nations around will be saying, what a wonderful king Pharaoh is. And he would be known. But what has to happen here is for Yahweh to be known. So he's going to make sure that Pharaoh does not let the people go so that the Egyptians and the children of Israel and the nations around might see that this salvation of the Hebrews comes about because of the power of Yahweh and because of his purpose, that his glory might be declared. Um, There's a little echo here, by the way, with chapter 9. In chapter 9, And the seventh plague, the plague of hail, which is the key plague in the education of the Egyptians and Pharaoh in particular, as we'll see. It says there in uh, chapter nine here, uh, when Pharaoh asked for the hail to go away, it says in uh, verse 29, Moses said to Pharaoh, as soon as I have gone out of the city, I will stretch out my hands to the Lord. The thunder will cease and there will be no more hell so that, there's that little phrase again, so that you may know that the earth is Yahweh's. So that just expands the point. It confirms this is God's purpose 
everything he's doing here is so that it shouldn't be Pharaoh that's known, but it should be Yahweh who is known. Now, I've mentioned that this plague number seven is key. It's right at the core of the purpose of God in bringing these plagues and this education of Pharaoh and the Egyptians. This plague has a number of characteristics that makes it stand out. So it's contained here in chapter 9, verses 13, right to the end of the chapter. It's the first plague in which Pharaoh justifies God. We'll talk about that a little bit later on. It's the only plague where Pharaoh's hard heart is mentioned twice. It's mentioned in all the other plagues, but here it's mentioned twice. Okay, that makes us sit up and take notice. Uh, this is where it's a very personal plague for Pharaoh, that, that Pharaoh's point of view is highlighted, and there's an extended conversation with Pharaoh. And it's a plague in which the Egyptians themselves are offered a unique opportunity to be saved from the plague. They say, if you listen to God's voice, you can escape and get, get inside out of the way of the hail. And it has this all-encompassing effect on animals, vegetation, people, and it's 23 verses long. This is double the average length of any of the other plagues. So this plague then definitely stands out. And it comes at the conclusion of this first set of plagues to educate Pharaoh. And one of the interesting things about this is that Pharaoh's point of view is emphasized, but it's not Pharaoh who's going to be known. It's Yahweh who's going to be known. And it's almost as if that we have this kind of cosmic battle between God and Pharaoh. Pharaoh was a god to the Egyptians. He was the, the manifestation of one of their gods. So this is like a battle between uh, the one true God and all the gods of Egypt are represented here by Pharaoh. And it becomes almost like a battle of wills. So let's think about Pharaoh's heart being hardened. Back in chapter 7, it says in verse 14, that when Moses and Aaron approached Pharaoh, it says Pharaoh's heart was hardened. Now that particular Hebrew word translated hardened there, and we're going to see there's a few different words translated hardened, is the word kebed. And it's used throughout the plagues, not just for Pharaoh's hard heart, but in describing the plagues themselves. For instance, that word kebed is used in Exodus 8.24 for a great swarm of flies. Great is the word kebed. In Exodus 9, verse 3, it's translated a very severe, a very severe kebed plague upon your livestock. In verse 18, it's used twice in the story of the hail. Very heavy hail to fall. That's repeated in verse 24. Very heavy kebed hail. And then in Exodus 10, verse 14, such a dense kebed swarm of locusts. So it's interesting, that word that's used to describe the, the severity and the power of the plagues is also used to describe Pharaoh's hard heart. So this battle, if you think about it, is a battle between Pharaoh's hard heart and the power of the plagues. And what is going to win? Is Pharaoh's hard heart going to win? Or is God going to get through that hard heart with these great swarm of flies, very severe plagues and so forth, and win the battle. Well, 
we know the end of the story. Yahweh won the battle over Pharaoh's heart. And uh, the idea of his heart is uh, another little theme that goes through the narrative. For instance, aside from being told over and over again that Pharaoh had a hard heart, we're told in Exodus 7 verse 23, the beginning of the plagues and the plague of the river turning to blood, it says that Pharaoh turned and went into his house and he did not even take this to heart. It's almost as if this first plague bounces off this hard heart of Pharaoh and doesn't affect him at all. Um, over in chapter 9 again, in the introduction to the this seventh key plague of hail, it says in verse 14, for this time I will send all my plagues, speaking to Pharaoh, on you yourself and on your servants and your people. So this is going to personally affect Pharaoh. Now that little phrase, on you yourself, literally in the Hebrew is on your heart. In other words, these plagues that I'm pouring out are designed to penetrate that hard heart. And then later on in that same chapter, chapter 9 and verse 20, it says that then whoever feared the word of the Lord among the servants of Pharaoh hurried his slaves and his livestock into the houses. So they were given an opportunity to escape from this plague. But it says in verse 21, whoever did not pay attention to the word of his Lord left his slaves and his livestock in the field for the hell to get them. Now that little phrase, pay attention, in the Hebrew is literally give heart. Whoever did not give heart to the word of the Lord. So the Egyptians in general were hard hearted. And that word of God didn't penetrate their hard hearts. And they left their livestock outside. So the question is, what about Pharaoh's hard heart? Who is going to win this battle of wills? Well, tune in next week to our next podcast and we'll end the story of Pharaoh's hard heart.